Hi, everybody. This is Shannon Price, the Mind Mechanic. Welcome and thanks for tuning into today's podcast. My goal in life is to change the way people see and treat themselves, to educate, empower, and evolve. I've dedicated a huge portion of my life to help each person become the best version of who they are, one step at a time, and to teach them how to continue to do this for life. You and I have one thing in common. We want to constantly improve our lives and be the best version of ourselves. Many people have lived their lives pretty much the same way for a very long time. Stuck. But you are capable of making the biggest transformation of your life. You are capable of becoming unstuck. Today, I'm here to talk with my really great friend, Amy Smith. She is a single mom of a beautiful teenage daughter who just happens to have Down syndrome. Amy is one of the most intelligent, talented women I know and a super solid parent. She also owns her own business called Regeneration Factory, where she is an incredible artistic upholsterer, right? I bet you didn't expect me to say upholsterer. She's brilliant, quirky, smart, and completely awesome. We'll be talking about her mindset and emotional struggles being a single mom who's trying to run her own business, live her own life, as well as raising her teenage daughter to be smart and to follow her own passions in this life. I know that you are going to love this and hopefully we'll be able to relate to some of it. So, welcome Amy Smith. Thanks. Hi Amy, welcome. Thanks for coming to my living room on the Zoom and talking with me today. Yes, I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm I'm so happy. I love when we have our uh, chats. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> So yeah, we can talk for hours. I know we can. We have actually. <laughs> um, so you know what? I want to talk about what is your parenting story. I want to okay. know. Yeah, from the beginning. Yeah. Thanks. Um, one of my favorite topics is um, parenting. <laughs> awesome. Um, yes. So for me, um, I, um, I fell in love with a guy and he had two little boys at the time. Uh, well, he had two little boys and, uh, that's how I got introduced, um, to being in a role that was of a parent status. Now going into it, I had no expectations to, um, to, to be a parent, but here, um, these guys came with the, the package deal um, with this guy, and um, that was one of my greatest um, gifts that I gotten is to have these guys in my life and um, to eventually get comfortable enough to um, that they call me mom, and I got to start wearing that mom hat. Mm-hmm. And in that, that's when I kind of discovered um, parts of me that I just didn't know existed in the parenting world of like setting boundaries and um, in nurturing their interests and making sure that I'm going to 
um, do my best to make sure that they, they grew up to be like productive, nice guys when they grow up. So um, that was that was um, a, quite a journey. Yeah, I bet. Getting to know those guys and as they were growing up. Um, and then it got to a point where I just felt like I wanted my own um, pregnancy. And so um, I, I said I was ready and we jumped on that whole mindset of, of trying to get pregnant and we did right away. I think the biological clock um, just chimed in. I listened and, um, and then boom, I was pregnant. Yeah. And so at the time, um, my two little guys, they were 10 and 12 um, when my daughter was born. And so there's a little bit of an age gap and some learning curves in, in those years of what being a parent and understanding what they needed as kids and knowing that just because they were just a couple years apart didn't make them the same. And that was like some realization I had at some point, like, wow, you guys are really actually very different. And oh. You need different things. That's great. And I love it. I, I'm surprised I, well, it took me so long to realize that, that, you know, you guys are functioning through this world um, very differently, even though you're from the same family, the same environment, you need very different things. Um, and so that was a nice lesson to bring in when I had my daughter. Um, my story with um, Gia is her name, is, um, and then she was born with Down syndrome. And I did not know that she, we, the family, did not know that she was going to have Down syndrome. Um, my pregnancy was as as amazing as possible. There was no, there was no bumps or, you know, hurdles. There was no additional help. I did, I even did those tests and um, everything came back fine. The pregnancy was fine. She came, um, she came into this world on her due date. Wow. Um, so punctual. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, everything about her was um, of a typical baby. And really, what she had was an extra chromosome. Um, so, like, there was no indication throughout the pregnancy that that there was going to be anything except, you know, a, a typical kiddo. Um, and then when uh, the day that she was born, um, we were at the hospital. Um, she actually was the only baby born that day at the hospital, which I think is pretty amazing at the University of Iowa Hospital. Oh my gosh, it sure is. <laughs> Wow! It, it kickoff. It was a uh, parents' weekend football, and um, was, <laughs> and we did we did a cabin. Um, I, I remember specifically saying we are not picking anybody up to go to this game. Let's get straight to this hospital. Cause you know cabbies in this town will pick up anybody. Yeah. on the way. So funny. But um, when we got there, yeah, she was the only um, uh, baby born there. Um, but back to like what she came into the world. Uh, it was, it, once I got there, the, the pregnancy happened, I mean, the birth happened so fast. I was already so far along um, that I didn't even want to go to the hospital in the first place. <laughs> but, um, she came out um, just beautiful, and they put her on my chest, and that's when I first saw that she, um, there was, a, a, my, my, what I said was, that's not the face I expected to see. Yeah. And there was something there. I just, I couldn't nail it. There's something there. that, And everyone's like, I don't, you know, nobody understood it. Nobody saw it. The midwife, my mom, and 
um, my husband at the time, they were Gia's dad, they were there and nobody was catching on to it. Um, I end up having a retained placenta, which means that um, the emergency started becoming mine. Oh um, yeah. It was starting to become life-threatening and so they had to um, take me into the other room to take the placenta out. Wow. And at that time, when, when I was leaving, everything was fine. You know, all I had said was there was something about that face that I didn't, but everything about her, healthy, 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 healthy. And we go in and we take care of the placenta thing and, I, when, and we get wheeled back and there's our parents and, and it was somber. It was just like, what? it didn't make sense. Like what, what's happening? We just had a baby, you know, we got a granddaughter. And um, I'm looking around and they're like, well, they've been, they were noticing some things about the baby that um, they wanted the doctors to take a look at. and. I just remember this door opening up. And then the University of Iowa, it's a teaching hospital, right? So you got yes. your doctor, and then you got like five people behind them, you know, students, residents, you know. Right. And, oh, that, that poor guy, I don't even know his name, but he, he was just terrified because he was walking into that door, and he was going to be telling me that my daughter had Down syndrome. And, you know, I mean, you don't want to pass, you don't want to be the bearer of that news. Um, right. But when he opened that door and I saw his face, I said it before he did. It just all clicked. You know, it wasn't something I expected. And, and his face being so horrified. And I'm like, I look at my parents and, 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 and Dave's parents, and I'm like, oh, she's, she's got Down syndrome. And they're like, yeah, yeah. You know, we've been noticing there's some features. We're not, it's not conclusive. We got to do blood work, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, She's got Down syndrome. All right. Right. And the, you know what do you? How do you take that information? And you know, it's like it's not what you expected. And I'm kind of feeling the vibes off of everybody. And you know, it's not it's not happy. And yet I'm happy. I just I just I got my wish. I got a girl. I yeah. got a girl. <laughs> Yay! Um, yeah. And, and you know. The, the things that just things are in place in your life for a reason and at that time um, a very dear friend of mine was a social worker and he he just he knew this stuff um, he knew what information that we needed to have and he just kind of guided us through um, kind of the paperwork side of it but also giving us resources to who to talk to about this because like you know we're looking at each other going we have no idea what we're doing, what we're, what we're doing here at all. Right. You yeah. Know, where do we go from here? We're not planning this. And and one of the things that I we got was this um, this short story called "Welcome to Holland." And and this is something that every parent should have that has a child with a disability needs to read this. It was a game changer um, for Dave and I. Absolutely. And. The, 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 the story goes um, that, you know, in a pregnancy, it's like taking a trip that you've been dreaming of. And you're taking a trip and you're going to Italy. And it is going to be amazing, right? You get all of the guidebooks, the tour books. You know where you're going to go, the art you're going to see. You know, you, you plan every little detail out. You are so excited. You can't wait to go to Italy. All your friends have been going to Italy. Friends and family have been going to Italy, and you are going to. You are excited. 
and you get on that plane and the pilot announces that they have to stop in Holland and that you can't go to Italy. But what? But you've only known any, anything about, but ex except Italy, right? Like, that's all you know. You didn't study anything about Holland. You don't know anything about it. So that analogy was just so perfect for us. And then yeah. in the story, it talks about once you get to Holland, you, it's just it's a slower click, uh, a slower uh, pace. And, you know, you know, the people are kind there, too. And, and there is beautiful artwork and there's beautiful places to see. It's just different. It's not bad. It's not horrible. It's just different. And there's beauty in it that you would not find in Italy. Oh, right? I love it. I love it. How, um, what's the name of the book again, Amy? It's not a book. It's just a short little story. A short story? Maybe, um, but, uh, maybe it could be a poem. It's it's just a page long. It's called okay. Welcome to Holland. I love it. Yeah. I know. It's It was a game changer for us. And from that, that was that was the attitude I wanted to take. Not the solemnness that I was like getting off of. Um, around us at that time you know yes let's celebrate this because this is what we got we, we can't we can't exchange her <laughs> <laughs> you know? that's right this is <laughs> the one-way ticket and so let's make the best of it because that's what we have you know we created this little human and let's let's just give her the best that we can and let's bring in the right attitude yeah the attitude from the beginning was that we're not going to be having pity about it, and we're not going to be sad about it. This is something to celebrate. Yes. Right. And, Very good. And really, it's just it's for every child that comes into the world. You know, that whole idea of perfection is is just it's something that it's not it's unattainable. And, and right. And I don't know why I've I've listened to it for so long up to this point that that's something that we all should achieve. Even myself, try to to be that, you know, just be our own light, our own beacon of who we are. That's, let's see the best of what that is, you know, not try to put us in a group. Oh, I love that. So, uh, yeah, right. Um, so from the beginning, um, my attitude was let's, let's see what is her capabilities. Mm -hmm. Let's give her tools that are available, you know, through therapies. And let's just see what is her potential and not cap it off, you know? The times that I've actually like put a cap on, like, oh, she can only do this, boom, she blew it out of the water. Yeah. I'm just like, thank you. Thank you for showing me that, Gia. Yes. I don't know why I, I even put a limitation on that. It's, so I don't. It's cool how um, much you learn. You learn from what your expectations are going to be completely different um, as to what your child can actually do, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then if you keep showing them limitations and that you believe they have limitations, then they're going to believe it too, right? Right. That's how I see it. So you don't. Like, you give them the chance and they're going to do the best that they can. Yeah. I love that's what you hope. I mean, when they get teenagers, it's kind of iffy of how much, you know, they're, how much they're really given. They get lazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, your teenager, your teenager is no different than anybody else's teenager right now. Right. Seriously. Or, or when I was a teenager. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah. You're going to just take the, the, the easiest route possible. <laughs> but that was, I mean, I don't know. You were asking me about the parenting, but that's my parenting. So, like, when, you know, having the boys, um, you know, discovering that 
you know, that everybody is unique and everybody needs different things um, for who they are. And then having Gia and taking that attitude towards her and knowing that her things are very different. And, um, and that it's just more, there's, it's more magnification on one little part, which is Down syndrome of her. Right. That kind of makes people make notice of that um, quicker than all of the other things about her. One of the beautiful yes. things is when she was born, and this is something um, that I've always been so grateful um, uh, that Dave, her dad, um, wrote this letter telling the family about Gia being born, letting everybody know about it, and, and, and he wrote probably 20 things describing her, you know, coming into the world until he got to the point of Down syndrome. And right there was just, we were on the same page. And, and, and it was inspirational for me that he did it like that, um, that, yeah, that's a, that's a one part of so many things. And that's with, with all kids, right? I mean, yes. we need to really look at every, not just kids, all people, that we have a huge list of beautiful, wonderful things about us before we get to that part where we got the bumps and the humps and the blocks and the things we got to dodge around or work harder on and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. He has been constantly um, just inspiration to me on how to be a better person. You know, I love I love something that you said to me um, is that you said, you know, people with disabilities are just people with a magnifying glass on a certain part of them. Mm -hmm. And and I love that. Yeah, I loved when you said that. Yeah, it's easier to spot it on some people, and then there's sure. others that you can't. You know, when it comes to the emotion and the depression and all, you know, yeah, um, the psychological um, troubles that somebody has, you know, those can be hidden much easier. Yes, um, so true. A lot of it, but it's still very much um, there. So you always gotta you gotta you gotta watch out for those too and nurture those that that are having a little bit harder time, you know? That's right. They can lend them a hand so they can find their own feet. So Amy, um, what do you see? I know G is 16 and I, um, I love that she's, uh, musical. I love that she loves to sing and write songs and, um, whether, (laughs) whether you need to close the door when she's doing that or not. (laughs) Um, no matter if the door is shut, it's still it's still loud she's so loud and i know she's like every other teenage girl she wants to be taylor swift and so um in my mind you know i grew up playing guitar and singing that's exactly what i did i did the same thing and um so tell me what what future do you hope for her and what future do you hope for yourself as she comes out of her teen years okay so um, for her, I want her to find something that um, that drives her and completes her as um, a creative person. So um, yeah, I've been nurturing this this passion of hers um, from the beginning. Music has always been very powerful for her um, from from when she was even a baby. It was so noticeable. Um, so it's just nurturing that and, and hoping that, you know, with um, the right kind of resources and, um, you know, teaching her the skill sets that she could live independently. Awesome. 
yes. someday. Um, I don't know how far I want to be away her in the uh, right? sense of her independence, like, you know, maybe a duplex where she's right next door or um, an apartment. And that's <laughs> not a bad idea. Be- yeah, because... <laughs> Because a lot of um, a lot of Down syndrome people now she's high, very high functioning, right? And so a lot of Down syndrome people do have to have a guardianship as they reach their 18th birthday, and um, um, hopefully Gia w- will be able to live on her own, even if you're right next door, and which you should be, you know, like what the heck? I'd have loved it if my mom was right next door, but my mom said no way. <laughs> so um, what? Um, Let's talk a little bit about how you're feeling um, as she gets a little older and um, tries to make her own decisions. How does that make you feel emotionally? Well, I don't know what it's gonna look like. And so I'm not really sure. I, it's a little bit overwhelming because I don't know like, you know, I, I, there's no limitations I've been putting on this, but yet there's got to be real, realistic, um, maybe boundaries. Considerations. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I get and, it. And, and throw in that I'm a hovering mom. So, you know, <laughs> I, that kind of gives you, you know, <laughs> kind of a clouded view, um, to <laughs> what she can do. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm still I'm still trying to figure that out. It's it's smaller steps. I think you're gonna out. you're probably always gonna be figuring that out. And um, one of the things that I absolutely love, and I've known you for a long time, that I love the way that you have raised the all of the kids, and and the boys are what in their twenties and thirty, right? And and um, twenties. Yeah, their twenties, and I love that you treat each one as a separate entity like a separate human being and you see their traits and you see uh gia's traits and you try to encourage them to expand and to follow their passions and do each thing that's going to work for them as as humans and and as adults so um i know that gia's in a lot of different groups and i know that that makes you feel like she is actually blossoming so um I think her future is pretty bright, and um, I know that you yeah, want to live next yeah. door. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been getting her. She's involved in um, the uh, Sparkles cheerleading, which is, I think they're, they, they, well, not think, but they're changing their name to Generation X. Oh. A little bit of a switch there. Yeah. And, um, you know, having that community and working with Combined Efforts Theater, um, here in Iowa City, which is an amazing um, uh, group of people of creative net, um, artists with theater and writing and singing and dancing, <clears throat> um, and, and just kind of feeding that creativity um, through the performing arts that she loves. That's so wonderful. Um, yeah. Would that happen? You know, and I don't know if how you know if that's going to pay the rent. Um, maybe there's something in there um, we're working on trying to find that job that will pay the rent versus, um, you know, having it be a, a hobby of sorts. It would be nice that the hobby is a source of income because that, that's what my story is. You know, I've been upholstering for 
30 years. I love it. I make a living off of this. And I do what I love every day. And that's what I would hope my kids can do. So I really see it, them becoming adults and doing what they love. Perfect. I love that. Oh, I love it, Amy. That's so wonderful. Um, so, so your future, uh, whatever it brings, and her future, whatever it brings, is going to be um, dealt with. And it's going to be, you're, you're going to help her follow her creative, uh, her creative passions as long as you can. And I know that you, that's what you've done. That's what I've done in my life. And it really has made for happier life for you, for sure. And um, you have so many things that you're, that you're planning to do with your business, even though you've done it for 30 years. Um, I love everything you do in your business and and it's different yeah. than what you think it would be right um so we started seeing each other we started we met at the gym and and uh, you started seeing me for uh, my control therapy practice and i just want yeah. to speak a little bit about how that has helped you change um on a subconscious level emotionally how it's helped your mindset maybe your stress levels as well well i think this is truly the most um, helpful um, way to uh, words. I told you I was going to be struggling over my words because I want to just, um, it, it's, it's the tool that has um, the greatest results in oh, very good. Um, making changes for myself. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. The way yeah. the way you've, um, you know, introduced the the crew members, um, and the subconscious was very um, solidified. Is process works, and and putting that is something that I can always tap into um, uh, when I feel a little off, and that my you know, the direction I'm going is you, the term that you say the ship is going the wrong way. Um, you want to kind of get it back on course. It's been really instrumental in the decisions that I've made, the confidence I feel in making them. Forgiveness of just, you know, when there's bumps that can, it can be changed, you know, Yes. and you can correct it to your favor again. So I, I'm a huge fan of it. I mean, yeah. I've gone back to you several times to work on different issues um, that I wanted to conquer. <laughs> Finally, just can we just check this one off the list? Yeah. <laughs> Life is just too short to keep rambling on about these same things going over and over and over in my head, and I just hadn't, you know. Yeah, and and make moved on. Oh yeah, and and making those. Um making those changes and knowing how to make them uh, stick and make the changes as you need them is, it's the most profound tool I've ever used, um, not only for my clients, but for myself. Um, so I'm thrilled that we've worked together and your life seems to be much more on track and happier now than it was. And so I'm just super thrilled. And I love that we're friends. I love that we can talk anytime we want to. <laughs> yes. Woo! Yes, this has been the 
It has. I mean, and you, you know, you've, you're always there in, in support if I just need that little nudge, you know, because the control kind of just, it, you know, if you keep practicing it for yourself, it just becomes more of a second nature. And like the other day I was putting on my makeup and I was like on a thought process and I really needed a tiny nudge and I didn't necessarily need to sit. I didn't sit down. I didn't like get into a zone because like I've already visualized where my happy place is and where, you know, you know, constructive things can happen. And so, I mean, I'm putting on my makeup and I'm in my head, I'm, I'm going to my happy place and talking to my crew and I'm like, Hey guys, you know, let's just, we got to, we got to get over this little hump. And I tell you, the rest of my day just went fine. Oh, I love it. And it's like, so it was just, it was a tiny little moment um, that you can keep tapping into this, you know, this practice. Um, and I think that's really wonderful to just have it so available and that you get the results so quickly. That's it. because I want it. I want it to happen. Yeah. I want the results, you know. And that I, you know, I've accepted that this method is the one for me and that it's the one that um, I'm going to get success from. So because I to using it, then I know that that's why um, I'm where I'm at. Well, I love it, too, because, yes, you're exactly right that it um, it is fast and it's um, it's fast results that stick. And so I love that it's helped you. And I love that you joined me today for um, this great podcast. I know it's helped a lot of moms and a lot of people just in general about maybe questions they have about raising children, um, about how to um, listen to them and learn from them no matter what's going on with your children. Um, and so, Amy, will you give your contact information? Because if people have questions for you um, or they want to get in touch with um you know, to find the resources that you have used, I would love for them to to be able to do that. So maybe um, I'd love for you to give your email address and maybe even uh, your Facebook address, if you don't mind. Yeah, not at all. So um, my business, my upholstery business is Regeneration Factory here in Iowa City. And so my email address is my name, Amy, A-M-Y, Amy at regenerationfactory.com. And then if you want to find me, just look up Regeneration Factory on Facebook and I'll pop up there. You can leave me a message through through that. Excellent. Um, so either way, you, you can find me. Thank yeah, you. If anybody has questions, I would be happy to to answer them for you. Oh, I, I love it. Thank you so much for, for being on with us today on this great snowy Saturday. I don't think it's snowing yet, but... Um, that's okay. We're okay with it not snowing anymore for now. <laughs> and to uh, contact me, if you're interested in um, these podcasts, I'm so glad you listened to them. Uh, my email address is controlfitness, all one word, controlfitness at AOL.com. You can also reach me at my website, www.sptheMindMechanic.com. I'm also on Facebook and Messenger and Instagram. Um, and Instagram, I am Shannon's Ageless Fitness. So feel free to contact Amy. Feel free to contact me and listen to our podcast. We are on um, 
We'll be on Spotify, we're on iTunes, we're on TuneIn, we are on Amazon and uh, Google Podcasts. So you can find us pretty much anywhere. And I want to give Amy a big round of applause. This is me. It doesn't sound like a big crowd, but it's me. Thank you, Amy. And I love you. And I'm so happy that you are on. Thank you. Thank you. Love you, too. Love you.